Yeah, I'm excited about this. I'm I love this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. Okay. Good. <laughs> Steve, you want to bring us in? Me? Yeah. Look, I'm just glad that you guys are doing a, a podcast about this show because I feel like that it's a show that deserves a podcast about it. Yeah. There are not enough podcasts out there. Yeah, we're well, filling in a void. I'm not I'm not saying there's not enough podcasts, but I mean you think <laughs> about it. Like this is a great show. And when you when you consider just how many great throwbacks there were to the original adventures of Superman, um, they did a whole meteor episode and Clark loses his memory. You've got some great cool moments where they do um, you know, it's funny, it's exciting, there's also a lot of heart to it. And it gets a little weird in the cloning stuff and, and clone Lois eating frogs and everything. But, um, you know, I, I really feel like that I think it's a great idea to start and do a Lois and Clark, the new Adventures of Superman podcast all the way through. And I appreciate you guys doing it. I'm, I'm excited to be a part of this. I don't think you I don't, I don't think you read the email fully through. This is <clears throat> we're, we're actually doing the, the new Superman and Lois TV show for the CW. I didn't receive an email. Uh, this is not Lois and Clark. No, Paul? this is uh, this is. Did, Super, did Superman nobody send them an email? This is Superman and Lois. Where uh, I was, I was led to believe John Shea would be here. No, it's no John Shea. It's uh, it's John Cryer. Dean Kane. Yes. No. No, he died, no. Mr. Coach Klein. He's dead. Dean Kane died. They killed Jeremiah Danvers. His character did. I don't know what's going on right now. It's <laughs> a lot of information. <laughs> All confused. Does Brian Austin Green play Metallo? <laughs> no. Some British guy does. Terry Hatcher's dead too, isn't she? Or is she just like exiled? Because she's did like Terry Hatcher die. We don't talk about Terry. <laughs> when she was a Daxamite. Oh yeah, she turned to <laughs> dust. Yeah. Don't make fun of her personal choices, Robin. Boy, they killed <laughs> Terry Hatcher. She's real and she's spectacular. Now cue the music. Welcome to Superman and Lois TV Talk. I am not a regular host of this show. My name is Steve. I'm Derek. I'm Robin. And Frank died. And Welcome Frank's, to the Frank's show. Frank's taking a drink. <laughs> Frank's taking a dirt nap with Terry Hatcher. Whoa. Hey now. Don't don't talk about I'm Terry here. like that. She President the, accounted for. She was the best part of that show next to Lane Smith. Oh, great shades of Elvis. Mm. Hey, Steve. Hey guys, how welcome. Are How are you? Thanks for oh, oh, man. Welcome. Welcome. Nobody knows who I am. Everybody so knows bad. who you are. You're Steve Glosson. No, um, the host of go. Geek Out Loud, the official podcast oh. of geekoutonline.com. Oh, hold on. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> He's not getting tested for corona, but he is. <laughs> but the rest but of us I, am, make, I am checking my license. We uh, we're excited to have. Uh, if, if you're new to the podcast, Steve and I go back to the early days of Starfall's House of L and Smallville, and uh, we covered Supergirl for a while, but that stopped. And uh, and we thought, what better way to uh, Human Target? Uh, yeah, you remember Human Target, Steve? I do. That was a fun show. Yeah, both episodes. 
What um, did we call our show? Blending in. Blending, Blending in. in. Yeah. Remember cooking with Steric? Yes. Never got picked was, up. Never got picked that up. That was never got picked never up. Got yeah. Picked Tron. <laughs> Tron. <laughs> just gonna roll out all it's not even eight minutes, and we're gonna roll out all the references. I just want to get all the hits out so oh. that we can not worry about doing any of that the rest of the show. Well it's well trans- that was a really good jumping off point for well, where I want to go next. It, <laughs> it harkens back to uh It's transitional. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> pretty epic steve uh obviously we said the host of geek out loud and several other podcasts in the pantheon of the goaliverse but uh yeah, not, not so much anymore uh, well, there's what no you have there's a bunch of them well okay okay well so anyway <laughs> we thought what better way to talk superman than to bring you in for this episode because what we want to talk about in this episode is uh something that's not necessarily specific to the upcoming series um, mm. But uh, part of the legacy of the Man of Steel, and that is his super suit. Where is my super suit? My super suit. Um, well, now I just happen to have a about ten pages of notes on each Superman suit. Okay. Uh, you can call me Robin Birch. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I wish I did. I have. So, this is like the the one episode where I have. I just basically have like a picture of the suit in front of me, and I'm like, "Yep, it's a suit." <laughs> is it the same one? As the what? same one. Is he getting an update to his suit? We're led to believe there's been some leaks that show that he's getting a, yeah. an updated suit. And God, we hope so after standing next to Ralph in crisis, because <laughs> dear God. Uh, well, I mean, look, you can't help that the dude is smaller than Brandon Ralph. Mm-hmm. That's not the point. I'm not. I'm not even talking about physical fitness. I'm just talking about the suit. Yeah, I'm talking about that fruit roll-up cape. Mm-hmm. And the suspender buckles. That's, I guess, is that going away, do you think, the suspender buckles? They're a little bit more, so there's some leaked art. I'll send it to you real quick. And yeah. uh, and it's a little uh, a little bit more streamlined mm-hmm. than... It's like they brought the collar in, and, how and, do you, and the cape how do you get came more, in with it. How do you get more streamlined than tights? Well, I'm talking about the buckles, Steve. The, oh, yeah, the buckle. I got you. I feel like the buckle or the buckle is kind of a a staple in this universe that they're they're keeping yeah, around. Like now th- Supergirl got her suit updated this yeah. season and it's still got the buckles. Like that's that seems to be sticking around, but they're they're playing with it. They're playing with the format a little. And I his the the collar, maybe what Robin was just referring to, the collar's a little bit more constricted uh than it yeah. was. I I don't need the I don't like the big collar. I don't like all the collarbone and all that. I don't need all that. You mean no. the, big, the big hole opening for the need, head? Yeah, that's that's called the neck hole. <laughs> yeah, the neck hole. Thank you. That's one. I, <laughs> You're the neck hole. You're a neck hole. <laughs> couldn't think of Couldn't think of that word. I well, there's just some instances of the suit where it's so like revealed almost, and and Tyler and and Henry's suits, the Tyler's current suit and in past suits of Henry's. I mean, to the point that, like, chest hair is exposed, which not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying it's just, like, I, I like a more constricted around yeah. the neck. If, I, like, I, like my Superman, I like my Superman modest and not showing everything he's got. Right on. Yeah. Good old-fashioned American modesty. Yeah. I feel like Dean, Dean Kane had a little bit too much, like, like uh, you know, collarbone going on there, too. Well, if I can see Frank, the, the, the chest hair. Frank, uh, you will not... You will not besperch the good name of Dean Kane. I, I shan't. Dean Kane's doing a fine sure. job of that all on his own. Yeah. Um, 
No one's going to be looking at your face, uh, as Martha said in the pilot. So. Well, the thing about Lois and Clark, the show that Steve thought we were doing a podcast about, is that suit, like every three episodes, they were like, okay, we're, we're sewing up a new one. Like you would watch, and then like three episodes later, it'd be a completely different suit. Does the logo get bigger, smaller? The logo get bigger, left? smaller. The cape's different. The boots are different. Like, it, is that a different shade of blue? Like, it all it constantly yeah. changed. Up yeah, until he like, started. He started out with like a hook over the shoulder kind of thing, yeah. without like buckles, and yeah. then they went to a tuck. Yes, yes, they did. And yes. like by season four, it was kind of consistent. But they're in like those first couple of seasons, they were still like playing with it the whole time. And I guess that's you know, Cavill had a different suit in Man of Steel. He had it that he had in. Batman vs Superman that he had in Justice League, and even the one in uh, Shazam was different. Not that that was Cavill, but you know that was ever expanding. Um, Reeves' suit was pretty much the same. I know the the four suits a little bit different than the one and two and three suit. Um, so it's 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 an ever changing thing, obviously. Um, but knowing that again, seeing him. In the f- second season of Supergirl, seeing Tyler don the suit, uh, and then seeing come season, what are we in of Supergirl? Four or five? Five? Five. five. Season five, come crisis, and you've got Ralph showing up as Superman Returns, Superman from Earth-96, wearing his Kingdom Come shield mm-hmm. and everything, and it's just like, now that's that's a good-looking suit. Especially <laughs> right. at, in the montage at the end where he's got the yellow crest instead of the black. Right. Um, Don there. So what? Let's let's just ask this out of the gate. What's every Robin? What's your favorite suit from the eras? <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's Kirk Allen, isn't it? <laughs> it's the pajamas. I just love. I mean, we were watching uh, the Donner cut the other night, and uh, I was paying attention to the to the suit there. And it's just, I just love the idea of just this, you know, like. The, the cape itself is just this big curtain and I I don't know it, it, it I just I love the cape I love that idea of the, the cape not feeling like plastic or or metallic at all but like being this like big soft red cape and I don't know uh other than that I'm I was a fan of uh I, I I'm I'm a fan of the underwear on the outside I mean it just is is something that seems right <laughs> even though it's hard to explain to people like like new to super like my kids like why does he wear his underwear yeah it's because he does he does <laughs> they're just trunks it doesn't mean it doesn't mean he's not he's not wearing underwear on the inside of his suit it's just you know it it makes this it makes the outfit you know why can't the trunks just be sewn to the legs and that and it and that be what it is uh, this whole yeah. underwear you don't have belt with an underwear you know what i mean so yeah Let's stop saying it. That that's a joke, and this is one of the things that, if I may take take the floor for a minute, gentlemen, <clears throat> this is one of the things that has really bugged me about the internet culture, is someone says something, and it begins to spread around, and before you know it, people take it much more seriously than it was ever probably intended to be. Oh, you mean like uh, a virus? Well, yeah, definitely like that. <laughs> and and so this idea, it's like use some common sense. It's not underwear if it's on the outside. It's part of the, it's part of the whole suit. It's part of the tights, and it does it. When you see Superman wearing basically a onesie with a belt around his waist, that's when it doesn't look good. I'm sorry, <laughs> you've got to have something to break up the shirt and the pants. 
or it looks like Superman's wearing a big footy, big set of footy pajamas, which I know all the little millennial babies today would love because they like to dress up in their little costumes and sleep at night. But look, I'm just saying, <laughs> it's Superman. Let him have his red part of his trunks. It's fine. Save the trunks. I like where <clears throat> it's been drawn some more recently, and I can't think of an instance right now. Maybe Doc Shaner. People who have illustrated recently, they're less of the brief-looking thing as more of like a like a, boy, a boxer brief, like a boy shorts. Yeah, like a boxer yeah, brief. Yeah, kinda, yeah, board shorts. Look yeah, where, where it's you know like a that doesn't cut inward. It's it, it's right. you know. It doesn't. It doesn't accentuate the crotch. They're so they're his cargo sure. cargo trunks. That's where he keeps his keys and mm-hmm. yeah, yep. stuff like that. Yep. Frank, what's your super suit? <clears throat> I I don't know if this. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not. But I love the Fleischer the Fleischer suit uh, uh, a lot. But I, um, I will allow that. Yes. Li- li- live action. Live action. Um, I would. I actually lately I'm really digging the 06 uh, Routh suit. I love you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Thank you. It's got it's got the it's got the right size shield. It's got the constricted neck. I actually think the shield is the one thing I would change. I think I would make the shield okay, a little, well, a little you bigger. You were but, good, and but, then you ruined the whole thing. So, Steve, well, what's your suit uh, <laughs> choice? <laughs> well, Derek, that's a great question. I I kind of agree with Frank there on the Ralph thing. It's a, the the S was a little bit small to me. He's got a Ralph has a very long torso, and so it it seemed, it always seemed a little small to me. But I I was going to go with the fly. I always like the Fleischer look. Um, from back in the day, that's a classic, iconic look. Um, it, to me, though, it doesn't get better than Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. Praise be his name. Name. Um, for for his for the for the way. I mean, that Superman is iconic. That Superman will always be the image that comes to my mind when I think Superman. But if you go live action, I mean, honestly, in light of you know how far things have come that christopher reeve suit is great but it also you can also see kind of the flaws and everything in it nowadays mm-hmm. um the uh i just don't know i, I like the cavil suit a little bit for I, I like different aspects of all of them but i mean i they're the two images that always come to mind is that jose garcia lopez superman and then um and then Christopher Reeve, of course. So I guess probably those those versions of that suit and the and the electric blue Superman. Hmm. Explain. Uh, electric blue Superman back in the back in the nineties no, when I they know, made him electrical. Yeah, I know he's electrical. Why why that suit? Just to say something that everyone's going to get mad oh, about. Okay. <laughs> Just to be Steve Lawson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alex Ross does an awesome Superman though too as well. But I, I feel like Alex Ross is very much based on. Um, on on that classic Super Friends, Kurt Swan, Jose Garcia Lopez. Now you um, talk you talk about a shield being the. I always felt like Ross's shield was too big. Too big. That's too big. That's too far the other way. I don't know. I disagree. I don't even even with Ralph's Kingdom Come shield, I felt was kind of a little too elongated and 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 narrow. Uh, is it kind of uh. curved inward? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like it's kind of the right. That's that's. I, I wish that the Superman Returns suit was more closer to those proportions uh, on, on the shield than uh, than it was. I feel like it was just a little too. There was too much negative space. I I just think uh, yeah. I, I agree, Frank. I mean, there's there's one shot of him that was a publicity steal where he's kind of turned to the side and he's looking over his left shoulder. Yeah. 
And and you really see then just how long a torso or long abdomen torso area he has. And and that shield ends up being a little too small. And I wasn't a big fan of the way it came off the the, the costume. The 3D-ishness of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. So you can throw it and it'll turn to cellophane. Well, that's a minor inconvenience. The <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is. I I feel like but that's that's the post 90s the 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 two, 2000 forward Superman is going to have a 3D embossed. Yeah, look, embossed. here's the thing. Here's the thing in a still shot it looks strange, but I love but but you can't tell me that it doesn't look great on film in motion while he's oh, yeah. doing his thing as Superman. I think I Superman Returns is the most beautifully well-shot Superman film that's out there. I'm Preach. sorry. It is. Amen. Uh, there, there hasn't been anything better shot uh, uh, cinematically. And I love Superman. I love Superman 2, both cuts. I love Superman 3. I actually like Superman 4. But when it comes right down to it, you know, I, I just think that what... You like, what watching, you like watching Superman 3, don't you? Uh, yeah, I do on molded plastic <laughs> chairs. <laughs> Waiting for that one, molded molded to my big butt. Um, molded plastic suit. <laughs> but I do. I, I think. I think that you know when it comes right down to it, the most. I think it's the most well shot, beautifully shot. I mean that shot where he and Lois are coming up to the Daily Planet after they've been flying is just one of the most beautiful things in cinema to me. It is it is absolutely gorgeous. I forgot, um, I forgot how And you don't you get that from any other Superman film. Uh, you definitely don't get it from Man of Steel because they wouldn't hold the camera steady enough to to do this. Here's here's okay, I'll shut up because no, I ahead. don't want to go off on shaky cam cuz people are like, well, if you watch Battlestar Galactica, you're used to it. It's it's a handheld <laughs> thing. Listen, no one stand it makes you feel like you're there. I don't stand there and shake my head around while I'm watching people do things. Don't you? I've got pretty I've got a pretty good steady gaze. You know, the world's not shaking when I'm standing still. So I don't. So the whole handheld camera thing, especially in Man of Steel, is just ridiculous. And I think they inserted digital shakes. I don't think that uh, I'm running out of breath just talking about it. Coronavirus. <laughs> digital shakes was my DJ name in college. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely like uh, uh, the handheld look. Uh, when it first started, like in uh, the Bourne Supremacy, the Bourne movies, it just adds like a, a bit of tension uh, to to a scene. Um, but yeah, it, like over the years, it's gotten, you know, just way overused. And I don't remember like being a huge fan of it in Man of Steel, quite honestly. Well, here's the thing. I remember mm-hmm. when we saw Man of Steel, we saw that Walmart early showing or whatever, mm-hmm. where you could go buy tickets to Walmart. And, go, and, and before Zack Snyder's talking, he's like, Pay close attention in the uh, in the council chambers in Krypton. There's a lot of great Easter eggs on the wall and that sort of thing. Well, so I start trying, and you can't see Jack squat because the <laughs> camera won't be still. It's like someone put some tracks down and put that thing on a dolly. For the love of all that is good and holy. Thank the Lord for Superman. That is dumb. <laughs> I keep getting confused which Superman movie I'm watching tonight. I'm... <laughs> I keep going back and forth. We got all I've of jumped, them. I've jumped to Man of Steel. I'm We've sorry. got all of them lined I, up. So, I, I don't. I don't mean to litigate Shaky Cam all over again. Well, <laughs> let, let's talk about Cavill. Let's just say Shaky Cam is the least of my concerns. With yeah. Well, then, then here we'll let we'll let uh, Frank have a soapbox now. Let's talk about Cavill and the and the three Superman films. Obviously, that was 
a very different choice of suit um, mm-hmm. for him to don uh, and, and progress. Oh, Donner was the other. Donner yeah. was the other. Yeah. I'm glad you got to that joke before me. Terrible. You're both so predictable. Frank, are you okay through this whole isolation quarantine thing? Because I've seen you pick up three different beers since being on camera. <laughs> no, you good? Oh God, he's double fisted. Okay, good deal. Oh. Um, I for what? Who do you think you are, Stone Cold Steve Austin? For what it <laughs> was, for what it was, I really liked the Man of Steel suit for for the for the film that it was in, for the story that was being told. Um, but by the, when they got to Dawn of Justice, I was like, nah, that's, that doesn't look, I don't like that at all. And then coupled mm. with his, I mean, let, let, when you talk about the suit, you have to also talk about everything like that makeup and costuming does for Superman. And sure. the, so you've got to talk about the hair. I mean, you think back to, I know one of Steve and my favorite scenes is Donner cut Superman two glasses off, you know, shoots him with the gun glasses off. He, you know, there's no, no, nothing there. There's no, no, no CGI, no computer graphics, no nothing. It's just instantly Clark Kent, oh. Superman, Clark Kent, Superman, you know, Superman, yeah. Superman, the movie when, when he walked after he's flown with Lois and he walks through the door, oh, you know, yeah, he goes, yeah, yeah. Knocks on the door Clark, and he's like, Lois, I have something to tell you. And he take, and it's the same thing. Takes those glasses off and just straightens up. It's like, I, I, not only do I believe a man can fly, I believe a man can wear glasses and be passed off as not being Superman. Absolutely, and he <laughs> he has that ability. And 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 Ralph, of course, a lot of that was based on the fact he looked like Reeve, and mm-hmm. and and that was supposed to be a continuation of the story. I don't know how well that tapped in with Cavill, mm-hmm. with the whole alter ego. By the time they got to Don Justice, they did the part in the hair. And but but the suit I just really did not. I, Robin's trying to get our attention. He's doing. The I was going to say, I, I, listen, I need the listeners to know right now what Robin Burge is sitting there on camera doing. He's trying to be Christopher Reeve, putting on and taking off glasses and straightening up and, and slumping over, and he keeps doing it until it gets acknowledged. <laughs> He's trying to get me to break like the whole time. Robin, I was bound. I was bound and determined to come on this show and be nice to you, but you do things like that and you make it so hard. <laughs> I didn't know I had that effect on you. Uh, well, wink. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, Frank, <laughs> Frank, of the three films, you like Justice League the most. Uh, I like I like the portrayal of Superman the most in that film. That's not what you told me, and I have the receipts. So you... Um, <laughs> Let's see the text. Wait. <laughs> Actually, Get reading <laughs> video of smoke signals. Um, what you like the portrayal of super of Cavill's portrayal of Superman in Justice League better than obviously his portrayal in Man of Steel mm-hmm. and Dawn of Justice. Neither film you liked very much, correct? At all, you've gone on record as saying multiple yes. times. As far yes. as the suit goes, I mean, I think part of that for you, if I remember at the time, was the the brighter. The less yeah, I down. do. I do appreciate that they went brighter colors um, in in Justice League, but I don't. I wish we had gotten the Man of Steel suit with the the more of the color palette, the brighter color palette um, yeah. that we got in the later films. I like that. Yeah, um, I like the design of the Man of Steel, and it's you know it's a relatively minor difference in the grand scheme of things, but uh, but I do like the Man of Steel suit design. I just wish it wasn't in sepia. I'll tell you what I do not care for, and this is 
superhero movies in general, but this goes back to young Derek watching George Reeves, Nick Knight, Adventures of Superman back in the day. I don't like the built-in muscles in these suits. Oh, yeah, I could do without that. I could certainly do without that. Yeah. Um, I don't... Those are real. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, Yeah, look at Tyler's suit. That's real? Oh, Tyler's suit. I'm not saying it's not, but I mean, absolutely, those are. <laughs> that's not as well as arms. I mean, those guns. But I'm thinking, like, yeah, especially Cavill's suit, more than anything. I mean, you didn't have that with with Reeve or Ralph, obviously, uh, and definitely not with George. Way you, back, Cavill. I don't think Cav. I think Cavill's suit is just thick. I don't know that it has muscles built in. Cause Cavill's a pretty ripped dude. I mean, we yeah. can't the shirt off enough to kind of. That's not. That's not his six it. pack coming through that suit, though. Right. That. That. Right. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Right. Those are. Those are. Prosthetics, yes. so, so to you're, speak. I mean, you want a Superman with a flat tummy. And especially if you remember that shot in again, not Cavill, but if you remember that shot at the end of Shazam, that thing is nothing but muscle. Like, right, it yeah. was ridiculous. Oh, yes. Now the Shazam. If you want to talk about the Shazam suit, that's like a big foam rubber suit. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't that his stunt double though? I, if memory serves, I remember reading that that yeah. they couldn't. It ended up not working with him, so they got his stunt double. You idiots! You've captured their stunt doubles. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the Superman suit at the end of Shazam? Yeah, I'm not talking oh, about yes, Shazam. Yes, okay, yes. yeah, I'm talking about the Superman suit. But yes, also Zachary Levi's Shazam suit is ridiculous. Yeah, Zachary no. Levi's Shazam suit looks like a mascot at a at a football <laughs> team kind of thing. It does. It really does. It's like the only one that doesn't have like the rubberized texture and all that. It's just it's just like felt. I enjoyed that movie a lot, but I'm telling you that that suit, it looks like he should be like down on the sidelines, like getting everybody <laughs> pumped up, or you know, like a like a character at a theme park. It's so true. It's so true, but that's kind of Shazam's deal. You know, like that kind of all, it all goes together, I guess, with, with the character in, in the comics and everything. Now, Robin, Robin, you sent over the, um, Tyler's fake Tyler, I guess, suit from, um, yeah, from Elseworlds last year, the black Superman, um, Mm -hmm. that's kind of got the elongated collar. Yeah, I like the collar. Uh, I don't know, something about a, a Superman with a collar. Well, let, that leads me to ask, when, when New 52 happened and, and the suit kind of became armor, were, were you guys fans of that when it was, when he was, when it, Frank's, no. Frank says no. <laughs> computer, yeah. computer says no. Um, when, I mean, New 52, we know like you. When it was, you know, that was full on Kryptonian armor. That wasn't even like a suit. I mean, it was... You know, when, well, if you recall, when the New Fifty Two started, I it was not a, it was Superman T-shirt with jeans. Well, that was that was, that was one title, and the other title, it, Action Comics, he was f- full on, and then Man of Steel, or or just I the Superman happened, title. I think it happened later. I think he got the suit late. The 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 suit you're talking about with the collar. Yeah, the he was just design, straight up like up the he collar, was straight up blue jeans, the, the sleeves. Yeah, and that's what got rid of the trunks, right? Wasn't it? With, yeah, with that's Lee where design? we got rid of the trunks. But he was yeah. straight up like blue jeans, Doc Martens there for, for a bit. Yeah. What's, yeah. What was your Grant Morrison, uh, run on New Fifty Two? What did what were you on that, Steve? As far as armor, I, I don't, don't like an armor. Why does Superman need armor? Yeah, I think that's. I the, don't do. Here's the other thing. I, I, I the other query I come up with, and we grew up the four and of that us. query. Yeah, and ooh, it's a lady. <laughs> got my cabatier right here. The four of us. Yeah, this guy just made a ladies' man reference. 
Just um, the four. Yeah, I, the oh, four of us grew up with, so to speak. Obviously, Frank and I are younger than than you two, but but with wow. shut up considerably with with Reef. I mean, that was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would argue that's all of our kind of our our Superman or our introduction, more or less, to Superman, right? Well, right. back when the talkies came out, uh, my personality was Reeves. For me, it well, was legitimately. Yeah, but that Reeves. was also kind of with with Reeves. It was kind of both at the they were parallel because I like I was watching the movies, but I was also watching Nick at Night. I was also watching the Adventures. But for me, for me it was I saw George Reeves for for a couple of years before I ever saw before Christopher Reeves. We, but regardless, whether you grew up with him, or even whether you grew up watching Fleischer or the Super Friends or or Superman the movie and and two and three and four the quest for peace uh we grew up with the s shield being the s shield the that and, and as far as superman the movie goes the crest of the house of l i mean that was what jor-el wore and that was that was really where that was first introduced we haven't even really gotten into smallville in this discussion uh and mm-hmm. and superman's kind of donnerverse-esque because they pulled from a lot of that and even this new series and, and Supergirl is sort of Donner Donner verse esque in the stuff that they pulled as far as the Fortress of Solitude and stuff like that. But you know, I grew up with it just being an S, and now it's there's always some meaning behind it. It's always hope, or it's you know, there's there has to be some stipulation. I don't know if that's the right word or not, well, but some 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 correlation to something else instead of but, it just being what it is. But Derek, didn't the S? I mean, in in the Donner stuff, the S was like the crest of the house. Like, they all had their different crests on their on their sparkly, glowy outfits. Right, and that's and, what I said a minute ago, Steve. Right. So I'm saying, like, I didn't grow up with just being an S. Like, I always assumed it was like the symbol for his house. Um, whereas initially, it probably was just an S for Superman. Yeah. You know. Yeah, well, I mean, truthfully, it was, but uh, it was a cool way to kind of, to, to try and uh, kind of tie it into to continuity. But I mean, f- because I didn't see the Christopher Reeve films for a couple of years uh, growing up, like for me, it was an S, and I was like, oh, okay, now it's this. Was was Birthright the first time that ever like became like something else? Like, was that the first time it ever shifted I think from it- being? turning into hope or you know it's meant to line like a river or you know that whole spiel i'm trying to remember if john byrne did that in man of steel um and i'm blanking right now but it may have been birthright was the i mean there were a few years there where they kept changing superman's origin story and birthright was the new origin story and then it wasn't very quickly so it's all convoluted for comics history and i'm not uh, I'm, i'm not as brushed up on that as i used to be um I don't know if anyone else is, but I, I'm 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 a little I'm a little sure. I've forgotten uh, a lot of what I used to know. But Birthright may be the first time that it came in the comics, Derek. and then later uh, uh, Jeff Johns and Richard Donner wrote some stuff that that basically made the Superman the movie stuff a lot of it pseudo canon. Uh, you're Derek. You're right. It was Birthright where that where that first happened. Superman Birthright by Mark Wade and Leniel Francis Yu. Explores the idea to uh, to an event greater degree, or to an even greater degree, I should say, when Clark discovers that the symbol is actually Kryptonian translation for hope. Go. So there you go. Obviously, they steered into a lot of that with the, the Snyder films more than anything. 
Um, really, Tyler's S is the most. I mean, I guess you could say Dean Kane, but, yeah, but I think it's the most Reeve. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I keep saying esque a lot, and I don't mean well, to. It's, but it's, it's interesting. Well, it's interesting because that particular crest has. It's got the texture of Cavill. It's got the shape and size of like a Reeve. Not quite as big as a Dean as Dean Cain's was. You don't talk about a big S on somebody's chest. Woo. Dean Cain's got a big old S. Um, <laughs> but uh, but it's got the little bit of 3D of Ralph. Like it's kind of the best of all the worlds there, with with the crest on on his chest. And the, it, does, it doesn't color- have all the little S's that of the Superman Returns that Robin just absolutely loves. I thought that was clever, making everything like the texture of it when you look at it real close is all, all. Is all S- I, I think a lot of people miss that. I I like that attention to detail, that kind of like Apple product like attention to detail. Of I, like, will people notice it? No, but it's still there. I liked his belt. I mean, we talk about the shield being too small, but I liked the the gold S uh, uh, belt on the on the Ralph suit. Mm. I don't have a problem with it. I don't. Now here's here's a question: Should the cape have an S or no? It's a good question. Steve? Mm, I like an S on the cape. I like a black uh, S on the cape. Ooh, contra- hot take. A black S. Uh, big black S. Big right black S. Big mm. old black S. Yeah. I like a black <laughs> S on the tape. Superman, you can get your black ass over here. <laughs> now. <laughs> hey, Jim. Woo! That's a, a bad, bad outfit. outfit. <laughs> um, he got his big black ass flying up there to catch that helicopter. Is this wrong? I don't know if this is wrong. Or not. Um, I say that, but then I think about stuff like Hereafter on Smallville and that, you know, when Jeremy touches Clark and you see the, the infinity of the cape flowing out into the, into space and the universe. Mm-hmm. And All right, look, I don't want to, I don't want to relitigate Smallville, but there, here are the things that just kept you hooked on that show. Me, I, by you, I mean me. One would of course been, um, oh my gosh, Derek, you're better at remembering episode titles than I am, but it's the one where Martha and Lionel are held hostage and Clark has to jump from one building insurgents. to the other. Insurgents. Insurgents, yes. So insurgents, insurgents does that mess. And then you turn around a couple episodes later, you get the Christopher Reeve episode um, entitled that. And then... Rosetta. Rosetta, yeah. And so then it's like, of course, the, the, the season finales and premieres, but it's little stuff like Hereafter where it's not a Kryptonian language, it's not Clark doing something, it is a legitimate glimpse in so many ways at Superman. And that cape, that scene, that that just carried me for a long time. On that. I'm like, they showed the cape! Like, that was one thing I just kept coming back to with my friends back during the season. I can't believe they showed the cape, that was awesome! I mean, um, even, so, that was good, but even, I mean, I think that we get to the end and obviously 10 years later and you're like, freaking tights and flights better happen at some point. And even when was it salvation, when she leaves in the box and that's the, uh, that's the cold open when, if you decide to stay and, and don't, you know, go to new Krypton when you send Zod away and you banish Zod and he pulls the box off and you see it reflected in the eye, even though it should be reversed like Pizarro, but you see it normal. Right. And it, the fact that it's the classic S shield, but then the next episode, it's the, it's well, it's, right. it's, Ralph, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of, yeah, that, but even when Lois pulls the 
cape back and you see it and does the so much better in Technicolor line. Like, that's that was huge. Yeah. Especially, you know, 10 years into watching that show to think it's, you know, and of all places, it's sitting in the loft yeah. of, of mm-hmm. the barn, like, finally. And then Jarrell's like, no, I, no I'll freeze this. Uh, I'll take that with me. <laughs> Guilty. You're not ready for you're, this. You're, you're not ready to dress up like not ready. You're not ready for this jelly. You're not ready. <laughs> Get you a jacket made, son. My son, have a leather jacket made. Talk to your friend, the Green Arrow. <laughs> Call his tailor. <sighs> Oliver Queen will make you a jacket. Why did they never steer into that as much as they did the the black trench coat and shirt? I I must I don't know if I ever really said it on the show and, and all these years later I'll say it now. Never liked that. Really? I yeah. Well, the jacket or the the, the, which whole, the whole, I just rather would have. I don't understand. I didn't understand the jacket. I mean, I get the cape, the, trying to go that right, but you know, because Derek, it was the two thousands. <laughs> Black was in, and it was, and Clark was broody and moody more than he'd ever been. Yeah, I mean, it was very much the the emo, you know, Clark of Clark Kent is dead at the end of Doomsday. He was. And, Right, he wasn't quite as emo as like Clark in season three, but he was pushing it. Yeah, if, Look, he, if he had had season three hair, top, top level. Say, he was, look, let's be honest. He was a he, he was a trip to the mall away from some eyeliner on those eyes. One, <laughs> it was that show was beyond hot topic at that point. What you what you got, Frank? It was the 2000s. The X-Men had matching uniforms. Superman had a trench coat. This, this was, these were the times. It's not even the trench coat. It was, and again, it was one of those, like, the breadcrumbs of whatever you give us at this point, I'm happy with. Like, you, anything <laughs> yeah. Superman you're giving us, I'm good. You know, that, that Comic-Con trailer, that shot, pan, pan up the building, him standing on the edge. Yeah, oh, let's, let's go back. I believe the quote was, yes, yes, yes. From Derek. Uh, no, it wasn't me. So they pan up the building, and you know, well, who was it? I, Kim Jordan. Some guy sitting in Homer's lap. I don't they know. They pan up the building. Homer was sitting in my lap. <laughs> let's let's get this straight. <laughs> Derek, were you not there for that one? Yeah, I was there for that. One. That was yeah, season. I that was the summer remember, between eight and nine. I distinctly remember you getting caught up in the. Uh, you remember it wrong. So they pan up the building and they they show off there the whole thing, and I'm just shutting Steve off at this point. <laughs> you remember it wrong. Fake news. Um, but I never liked the. What did he just get chalk and make his shirt? Like I never just really. We had some. We had some. Uh, we had some pain and left over on the farm. Yeah, it just like. But he was leaving the symbol everywhere. I was excited about that. It was that like, was cool. the heat vision and the brand. Yeah, oh, well, it's all about branding. It's all but about branding. it's the. Um, Got there first. Um, you know my favorite Superman, Brandon. Yeah, it seemed half-assed to me in a show that didn't usually half-ass things when it came to the mythos. Yeah, was it because he was kind of alone and had gone rogue, and that's and so it's almost like he had to do it all homemade. I guess. I mean, I, I always just chalked it up to to you know. Him sitting at the Kent Farm dining room table, and you know Shelby asleep in, in, in the chair, and him just drawing it on with a magic yeah. marker. 
I also didn't something. appreciate the name Blur or Red Blue Blur. Red Blue Blur actually bothered me more because, like, who, red the red blue, not red and blue, just red blue blur. I, I don't know. I just How about the super blur. It could have been the super blur. <laughs> I don't know. I Something mean, closer point, than at that point on Smallville, they were really. I mean, they were pushing to try to not call him Superman. I yeah. get it. Yeah, that's it. But I mean, at some point, like they should just lean in and said, "All right, he's Superman. Mm-hmm. We'll still call it Smallville." This is still the days. This is still before Metropolis, but well, I, and I'm trying to think now. When in Superman the movie, why didn't I think about this when we were doing shoot, Steve? In Superman the movie, after he shows up, after he saves the helicopter, and Perry's going through all the Metropolis newspapers and he's throwing mm-hmm. them all on the table. Cape Wonder Stun City is obviously what the one they land on. Mm-hmm. There's like nine different nicknames mm-hmm. for him. I don't know why they didn't go with any of those. Because Lois said Superman, and she wrote it. She spent no, 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 night no, 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 Superman. no. I mean on Smallville, because they like to pull Easter eggs oh, and stuff yeah. from so much. Why wouldn't they call him one of those names from one of those headlines? Uh, yeah, well, I, let me go back through those headlines real quick. Okay. Superman, Perry White. Frank, when is that? Uh, New York Comic Con 2010? It flies. Oh, yeah. Look. Uh, no wires. Blue bomb buzzes Metropolis. Uh, blue the bomb. blue bomb. <laughs> wonder, stun city. Okay, I guess there wasn't enough good ones. Whoever gets go this on. interview will have the best interview since God talked talk to, to Moses. Moses. Um, <laughs> what are you standing around about for? Is he watching the scene in his headphones and repeating it? <laughs> that's remembering it right I, I stopped it after i saw that part um, possessed by jackie uh, cooper i think the question was but like every anytime you ever see any infographic anything now where they show actors portraying superman in costume they always show tom in that black suit and i'm like why <laughs> why did that st- why was that the legacy uh, of, of Smallville instead of that red jacket, which I really liked and felt like they never used okay. enough. Now the red jacket yeah. that I liked was just the plain old red jacket, like you had in y'all's in y'all's awesome but, video with the blue T-shirt under. I didn't care for the red leather jacket with, with the, the S on it. Yeah, I liked I it. I, that's the I, look I, I cared for. It's fine. The leather jacket is is fine as far as I'm concerned, but it was a little too like his hair was all like like gelled is a certain way and it was a it was at that point at that point I, I felt like they were just putting off the the suit as long as they could well we Here's had the, we by the time he puts on that jacket and is it either the end of, of 1001 or the beginning of 1002 we we have the suit it we've exists seen the suit yeah and they're putting it off and that's exactly why i was frustrated by it because like we had the trench coat now we've got this red leather jacket which i wanted so bad back like i wanted it so bad but but it's it, they were just putting it off longer and longer and and i guess in retrospect it bothers me more than it did at the time at the time i wanted that i i coveted that jacket like you wouldn't believe I don't know, I like college, by that time we just pretty much accepted that we were going to see this suit till the finale, right? I mean, right, basically. And even then, not at all. <laughs> yeah, we get, and and that's why we don't see him in the suits in, in all those uh, all those different uh, you know uh, infographics because we you know we only saw from like the waist waist up maybe. Well, no, I get that. I get. That. I, I don't expect the shirt rip to be the legacy left behind, but I don't understand why in all of season ten, the final season, why that leather jacket is not what's kind of remembered. 
It's a valid point, Derek. It is like, I, I don't, I don't know why that did, that didn't catch on more. Honestly, it might just come down to what is, may I, may I speak frankly with you guys? Well, he's over there, but yeah, well, there's no pun. There was pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. Derek, until I was sitting here perusing images of Tom Welling as Superman, as you, or, as you do nightly. <laughs> uh, well, no, just in this moment, I've not watched season 10 in so long. I forgot about that leather jacket. Hmm. With the S, you just sat there and said you didn't like it thirty seconds ago. Because I'm looking at it now and I'm remembering. Oh yeah, I didn't really care about that. I didn't really care yeah. for that back in the day. I, I think I have the answer though. I think it's just because it's simply the one time we see the S prominently shown on Tom. You don't see it on the embossed red leather jacket, and you definitely don't see it in the uh, shirt rip. Is is prominently? Mm-hmm. You definitely you see, see it him on the standing jacket, there. Though. Looking you at this shirt rip, and it's pretty prominent there. I mean, it went out on yeah. that image. Yeah, but yeah. that's not that. Well, a he's not even wearing it. I mean, that's he's the, wearing a the green shirt. Rip the shirt rip that they gave us for Smallville was the best shirt rip since uh, since Chris Reeve crosses the street to go change in the revolving door. <laughs> it was a pretty great shirt rip. Yeah. Okay, let's not discredit Ralph in the elevator. Okay, there was no okay. shirt rip in the elevator. Yeah, he's flying. He does it mid-flight. Mm, he disrobes. Ooh. All right, I'm going to pull that up now. All right. <laughs> this just got sexy. This After on, hours with Steve Clausen. <laughs> because they had, to go back, they had to go back and film the shirt rip of him when he was running um, yeah, yeah. Running out of the bar scene. <laughs> Robin, what did you say? I missed it. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> Not for the kids. I'll check it and, I'll check it and edit. What? Edna, we'll get it in post. <laughs> Drop a marker. <laughs> I like the red, red leather jacket. I'm sorry nobody else says. The high collar. I like it. The the kind of lighter blue uh, shirt than, you know. But also, I mean, again, okay, you want to make that argument. Then for how many, for seven, eight years, we had the red jacket, blue shirt combo, at least through seasons two through eight more prominently. Why would you not? He you takes off the that. glasses and he just starts to fly up and then he just disrobes like a stripper. It's not really a shirt rip per se. Okay. I think that's the uh, unrated I'll cut send you, watch I'll send you link like right now. No, I, I, the, I, the movie's embedded in my head. I'm just... Is Pony playing? Apparently it's not there. <laughs> it's a valid question, Robin. I might cut that together Don't later tonight. Reference. Um, <laughs> Pony, the song... Genuine ninety six. Okay, Donald Meagle's cousin. Give me just a second. I mean, it took it took until the final uh, uh, Snyder film to even get a shirt rip. The final moment of a Snyder film to even get a shirt rip because they they stole a good one from us in Dawn of Justice because he's watching the video of the the. It was an earthquake in Mexico or the fire, whichever it is, and he, right, right. he, he goes to yank the tie and cuts right then and there. Although that suit, very difficult to wear underneath your clothes. Yeah. I don't know this song. This show just I, took a I'm turn, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm not familiar with that song at all. <laughs> you will be now. Yeah. yeah. Is it filthy? 
Is it filthy? It's a little is filthy. It, is yeah. it a filthy song? It's a filthy it's song. Genuine. Let me pull up the lyrics. Yeah. Please, <laughs> please do a dramatic reading of the lyrics. Yeah. Please. Okay. Okay. All right. In your best Patrick Stewart voice, oh please. Oh, my God. This okay. is fantastic. Do it as a I Kryptonian. It, do it as a Kryptonian elder. Hold on. I'm, Salt let me do and pepper. All right. Oh, let me do this. Yeah. Patrick Stewart. <clears throat> it was here, number one. There you go. I'm just a bachelor looking for a partner. Someone who knows how to ride. Even without even falling off. Gotta be compatible. Takes me to my limits. Girl, when I break you off, I <laughs> promise that you I don't think this is appropriate. Uh-uh. No. If you're oh <laughs> <laughs> There is the uh, ladies and gentlemen. If you're just joining us, Derek Russell did a spit take. <laughs> I don't need to be reading that. I'm a pastor. Uh, yeah, I was trying. I was going to warn you, but then I thought, let's just see how this plays out. Oh, this boy. is a coronavirus situation. Ooh. If you're just joining us, Steve Gloss did a dramatic. I think you just killed coronavirus with that reading. Oh, that was my amazing. Gosh, that 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 unified the world. That brought <laughs> that nations really, that together. Brought us all together. That's peace in the Middle East right there. I'm like a modern-day Bill and Ted. Yes. Yes, you are. We're, I'm big enough to be both of them wrapped into one. I'll tell you, you know what, what a pony could be? If, a wild stallion. If Corona... Oh, my God. Never mind. <laughs> um, where were we, Suit? Where did we, how did we get to Genuine? I have no Justin clue where Hartley. we were. Um, Justin did a great Hartley. job as Green Arrow. Yes, he did. Yes, Mom. he did. That's just a little add-on there. Shirt rips. That's what we're talking about. Yes. So... What's that dude's name? Just played Hartley. Aquaman. Jason Momoa. Yes. Uh, Justin Hartley. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, Alan Richardson. Yes. Derek, Derek's friend, Alan Richardson. I Aquaman. I've never well, Derek, Derek picked up Aquaman awareness. <laughs> there it is. Sure. That's what I was waiting for, Steve. Thank you. Yeah, that didn't happen. No problem. Did not happen. Uh, <laughs> was it wrinkly? Was okay. the shirt wrinkly? Fr- shut up, or was Frank. Just the Frank, shut up. I hope you get Corona. <laughs> What is the be- <laughs> I mean who would actually do that though? <laughs> What's the of the movies? What's the best shirt rip? Or I guess of include Smallville and and our new Tyler of, of Superman. The movies it's Superman. Where he's running across the street and he's holding the briefcase and it's all bulky and that that one? It's either that or when he goes into the alley in Superman 2, the the real cut, the Lester cut. The superior cut, as I like to call it. Ooh, hot take! Hot take, ladies and what, gentlemen. When he blurs, when, when he blurs it's... into the costume. Yeah. Rip, run it's... the alley, run across. Yeah. Hmm. Because you don't really get a good solid one outside of that in Smallville on on screen. I'll say. Go... I'll, I'll say the Superman the movie one is probably the most iconic one, but. Uh, the Smallville finale one might be the best executed. I think the one I enjoy most is the Supergirl one, but for totally different reasons. The Tyler Supergirl one? Oh. No, oh, he, he um, meant no, Cara. Supergirl. He's just being uh, perverted. Pig. <laughs> oh, Superman 3 after the fight in the junkyard. Yes. Yes. I agree. He's Done. looking up. Actually, the, the that is a good hits. one. You're right. Yeah. White shirt. Yeah. I, I, I have to give you that one. Because I'm trying to think in Superman 4. I know he runs in the phone booth in the subway. Only, only 
only movie where Superman actually changes in a phone booth. That's right. That's right. Is it? Yep. Yeah. Otherwise, it's on TV. The only other times he's done it in the phone booth yeah, is on TV. Dean Cain did it. I guess the photo booth doesn't count in Superman 3. No, that's a photo booth, not a phone booth. I said photo booth. Right. He doesn't change. I know, obviously, that's the bit in the first one when he runs. Right. When he Superman runs up 4 to it was the first not. movie where he changes in a phone wow, booth. Wow. I've literally yeah. never thought about that before. Yeah. I thought about that the first time I saw it back in 1987. That's crazy. Was, he's changed in the phone booth. That's so cool. And then the rest of the movie happened. <laughs> yeah. And then that same shot came flying at me over and over and over and over. Mm. Wow. I've never considered that before. That's funny. So, but did Dean Cain do it a lot? He did it at least once. I feel like he did. Um, Hell, Tom did it more than... I can remember Dean doing it. I can I know of at least two good instances of Tom doing it. Well, Dean Kane had that whole there was the whole promotional thing with he and Terry Hatcher. Yeah. Um you know, with him like the shirt open and Yeah. Well I'm mm-hmm. talking about just I'm talking about phone booth. I'm not even talking about shirt rip. Oh, changing the phone booth? I don't yeah. remember him. I don't I don't know that show enough to I, I feel like in season one or two we got some phone booth uh, hat tip. Um, you would and think it's, it's been a long time. You would think if anything was going to make, with that being the '90s and Starbucks and laptop, you know, that being the new age of technology, that if anything was going to poke fun at Superman not being able to change in a phone booth, it would be. You would think, it right? Would be Lois and Clark. I feel like he did, though. I feel like he did it at, at least once. Ladies and gentlemen, this according to Superman homepage, there are three phone booth changes in Lois and Clark. Aha! Ah, well, that's detailed. I, I have to disagree with all of you, though. The best shirt rip is uh, John Hames Newton, uh, Superboy pilot. He's on his skateboard. <laughs> Camera comes at the towards his chest as he rips it open. That's the best one. You know, I've never uh, seen the Superboy deal. No reason for you to, Steve. I disagree. I think it'd be fun to kind of watch. It stuff. is fun. It's it's it's. A product of its time. Now, there was the homage in, uh, was it Exodus or Exile? Smallville, season three? Yeah, 301. Where that, where that, where that eight scar starts bothering Clark and he runs into the phone booth and rips his shirt open and it's glowing on his chest and hurting and he has to take the ring off. It's not as good as that season two finale blooper where Sam Jones goes to touch it and Tom goes, ow! Yeah, (laughs) that is a blooper. Totally here's a panel. That. Here's a panel from um, a comic book where Superman's changed. He says, "This definitely isn't the most comfortable place in the world to switch garments, but I've got to change identities and in a hurry." Hmm. Well, you know, I'm thinking Reeves back in the day, just jumping in the back storage room and bouncing out the window, always at the day. Storage of the room. Oh, it was yeah. always the storage room. Come on now. Yeah, I mean that was the, that stuff. was the classic. Yeah. I had a I had a closet in my house where I would go and and throw on the cape and come out and pretend to be Superman. That was last night. <laughs> was it that storage um, That was just last night. Quarantine's really getting to Frank these days. <laughs> it's going Day on. nine. I don't, you know, and then I think like talking about shirt rips and even even the whole idea of him wearing the costume under, which is obviously something that goes back forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, to 38. I mean, 
Um, and I guess as this as the suit has gotten more intricate, that's a lot harder to suspend the disbelief that he's wearing it underneath there. I mean, you I, you you get away with it with Reeve, Ralph, okay, Cavill, definitely not Tyler. And then I think Tyler's actually wearing it on Kent Farm when the Flash and Arrow show up because he rips it when Cisco asks who he is and he says a friend and he rips it open. Yeah. But then I'm like, wasn't he wearing glasses too on the farm? Why? Yeah. Why were Because he... <laughs> he's Clark Kent, I guess. Uh, okay. It's part of the I bit. Just, uh, yeah, I just watched, uh, when you guys are all chatting, <laughs> for 80 years of, uh, of Superman, they did an 80, 80 Superman shirt rips video. And, uh, yeah, there's a couple of good ones. Yeah, sci-fi. I mean, it's a lot of comic yeah. covers and stuff, too. A lot of comic stuff, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, there is a good one. A Tyler, I think it's probably from his first appearance on uh, Supergirl, of him running down the down the alley and doing the shirt uh, the rip. Slow you motion. Know, the classic yeah. running. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's I, a pretty good one. That's when the space plane goes awry, and they're like, we hope uh, we hope he hears, wherever he is, we hope he hears this, because he was at the Daily Planet newsstand watching, right. watching the telecast and takes off. How about in the... Uh, in the um, Fleischer cartoon where he walks into the stock room and turns on the light and you see the shadow the and like taking yes. off his clothes and hooking his cape on and then he walks back <laughs> out of the stock room. I love the exaggerated motions of the Fleischer thing because yeah. it was, always, it was yeah. always like this grand pull apart thing like it was turning butter or something. Oh, that's so great. What were you going to say, Frank? Uh, somebody mentioned the, uh, somebody mentioned, I think Robin, you mentioned the uh, beginning of Supergirl season two and Derek. I might have an answer to your question about when the Superman <gasps> the movie reference happens what? in Supergirl. What? Oh, you're going to get the season pass? What? So so I put the call out on Supergirl TV Talk. Yeah. And I got an email from Leslie. Yeah. <gasps> Leslie said the reference to Superman the movie occurs in The Adventures of Supergirl. That's Supergirl season two, 201. 201. But it's not when he was talking to Wynn, though, right? Because I made mention of that. It's not that one. When he, well, she just, she did say she calls up when he's talking to Wynn. Uh-huh. After the 13-minute mark of the episode, Wynn asks Superman, uh, when Lex Luthor set off the earthquake in California, did you gauge the focal depth of your X-ray vision? Yeah. That's not it. That's not it? No, I talked that's about that not, in our that's episode. That's when Lex Luthor it. set off the earthquake in California. This is about the missiles. This is about the missiles. He, he molded, molded chairs. You like watching the Super Bowl, don't you? Like going to church? I, think, I don't think they ever referenced the missiles, Derek. I, I asked remember you the in a text earthquake. message, Steve Glosson, if they referenced the missiles, and you said yes. And I remember Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> I was thinking of the this. situation as a as a as kind of a whole thing. So I definitely remember the earthquake talk, but I don't know that I remember the missile talk. There is some reference to those dang missiles. I just know it. Did you Google it? Yeah, I Googled it. I watched did episodes. I did the whole thing. Um, maybe Y'all that don't... happened on uh, Starkville Super Friends. Yeah, those episodes are lost. I was trying to go back through those, <laughs> oh. too. Lastly, I might buy you, an, even though I talked about that in that episode, our, 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 our last episode, I might, I might buy you the pilot for that. Just a just a quell to quell anything there because you came in hot on it. But I oh there's somewhere where those missiles are talked about. I know it. I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel it. I feel it like it's right feel in my it neck. In my um <laughs> Um Let's see. Yeah. Steve's Googling. Let what about me. Red Daughter Rises? Let me Google that for you. What about Red Daughter? What? I like Russian Supergirl credits. With the uh, opening logo with the 
Russian where it's written in Russian? What are you talking about? This is uh well this is from the episode of Supergirl called Red Daughter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yep. And years ago, Lena and James testified against Lex, who's charged with murder, eco-terrorism, and crimes against humanity. Um, he said, Superman made me do it. Yeah. Um, I think that's House of L, isn't it? That may not, may, or is that Red Daughter? When he's on trial and he murders everybody? Uh, that was a good bit. I, that was a good bit. Um, but I think it's there. there's something about a submarine launching a mu- missile in this one. I think that's different. I think that's a that's a different instance, uh, a different different set of missiles. I mean, I maybe I am crazy. I don't know. I really thought God, if we have him right where he where we want him. Wait a minute! Don't, don't gaslight me. <laughs> <laughs> you you people deleted this episode from Netflix, didn't you? I know it's out there. I'll find it. Dang it! I got I'm quarantined. I got all the time in the world. <laughs> Panic in the sky all over again. Ugh. No, there he actually launches a missile at Macau's college cottage. Never mind. Right, right. Dang it. One day, I'll find it. And you'll rue that day, all of you. And then you'll buy yourself a season and pass. And I'll buy myself the season pass. <laughs> yeah. Blow up the stadium. Well, that is a good um, nerdy little talk about uh, about suits and, and favorites. And Well, uh, there's one There's one we left off. Okay. Uh, uh, and that would be the Ruby Spears Superman cartoon. Ooh, which, yes. Which very much had kind of, it was more than the classic Super Friends look, um, but it had the John Williams music in the intro and everything. Yeah. And there were some pretty good shirt rips in that. I mean, you know, he, he went into the storage room and would rip the shirt and that sort of thing. It's uh, it was a, it was a good one. Those cartoons are underrated. Yeah, the Ruby Spears were really good. You know, I was I was looking the other day, and I was actually talking to our buddy Tim about this. Um, the Fleischer, there is no good version of the Fleischer. I guess the DC Universe, they're on there, but the um, there's a Blu-ray of all the Fleischer cartoons, and it's watermarked. It's, it's uh, yeah, awful. it's not. It's, a, so it's like the, it, the, it's the, like upscaled, and it's it's bad. It's not even it's actual real bad. Blu-ray. It's real bad. The Fleischer cartoons fell into public domain. Yeah, so that's why you were able to buy them and on VHS in any every grocery store in the United States in the nineties, uh, which is how I got them. Uh, but like because they were they were in public domain, so anyone could um, could publish them. So uh, now. DC did do an official DVD release of them. Uh, they put them on the the big fourteen disc set, the, and yellow, did a, the yellow cover where he's holding Lois, and it's out of print now. So if you go to buy it, it's, it's out like of print and something dollars. And that was only DVD; it wasn't even Blu-ray. Yeah, um, this was like just before everything went to Blu-ray. So uh, they have not upscaled it to HD. You clearly, I have thought about this a lot, and I, I've read all the uh, reviews of that Blu-ray copy you're talking about, Derek, the one that's on Amazon. And it's, by all accounts, really, really bad. The DC Universe one, I think, is the DVD copy. Um, so it's it's you know it's it's really nice, and it's also on the it's also on the um, the big fourteen disc uh, Superman set of all the Donner films plus Superman Returns. Uh, came in that big silver metal box. Is that that one I bought from you? That's the one. Oh, That's the one. You bought okay, from me, I yeah. guess I do have them, and I didn't know. So you have you have it on there. It, it's it's. Weirdly, it's like bonus features to fill space on a few discs. So it's like two or three from on disc one and two or three from on disc two, and they're kind of spread across. Um, and just, then they are on, on DC Universe as well. I just linked you guys to a really decent kind of. He says it's remastered, but it's a decent 
the colors pop real well on this YouTube uh, playlist. Um, but it hasn't been cleaned up. There's still like film scratches and everything in that. So it hadn't been like restored. Right, right. Uh, but it looks good. Mm, those cartoons are so good, man. Mm. Oh. They're starting to make action figures out of those. I think uh, uh, Diamond or somebody, they're coming out this year. I saw from uh, from ToyCon, the uh, stuff recently. Toy Bear. Toy How Bear. did y'all feel about the Superman animated series stuff? Oh, I love the look of that series. The Bruce Timm stuff. Oh, did, right. Derek, not a fan? I was never, I just never was. I loved the first couple of seasons of Batman. I never liked how they drew Superman uh, oh. and that, that kind of... What are you laughing at over there, Burge? What do you What do you got? I just, I, this, uh, you know, you got on me about math last time. Yeah. <laughs> but this conversation, like, I've, I, I got, I just got to say, I love Superman, but I, I, I would, like, I hear like a, a, a title of some sort of Superman property, and I don't automatically like think of how I didn't like a detail in the suit. So I just like, I'm like, yeah, that was an awesome show. Oh, it was. Okay, no, I need to think I, about that. I'm trying so to the think. Superman, what the Superman animated series had a big old net hole. Well, he was just—he was. I'm googling it right now. I love that series. Okay, big barrel chested. What was that? Ninety-seven, Frank. Ninety-seven ish. Yeah, I was right. I'm I'm twelve. I'm twelve. It was that. It was ninety-six or ninety-seven. I was. I was exactly the right age for that show. Yeah, I was. I. I I was bad for it. It, I didn't like. I didn't like a whole lot of what they had going on there. I I was twenty-one, and I was. I'm going to say this. I want to say this, Derek. September sixth, nineteen ninety-six. I wasn't a big fan either. Of course, I was in college at the time. Um, I wasn't a fan of really even the Batman stuff per se, or as it is initially, Um, because to me it looked like very simplistic animation and the character designs and everything. I wasn't a big fan of. But picking them up later on, like when I can appreciate the artistic value of it and everything, I really like what they do in Superman. The problem is, I think, with Superman, the animated series, like that's where you got all your guest stars. So the Flash shows up. Green Lantern shows up. All these different people tend to show up. Dr. Fate shows up. Aquaman. And it's like, do y'all not trust Superman to carry his own show? Yeah. And I Mm -hmm. I revisited it. And that three-parter first episode, I forget the... The, uh, the last son of Krypton. Last son of Krypton. I, like I've I've enjoyed that. I like the music. I've got the the complete soundtrack that was like limited to two thousand copies that they made a few years ago. Like the music's really good to it, and the voice acting's fantastic. I you know I I've said before I wish they would bring in Dana on as Lois on uh, in live action on um, Titans. Like I think that would be a fantastic. Oh yeah. For her to be like an age age appropriate Lois Lane. Uh, on that series and, and finally get her due because she loves that character so much. Um, but what they do at the end of that series with the whole dark side stuff, yeah. like that was some that was some interesting territory to take Superman into. And um, now, was that where they got into Superman Beyond or was that in Justice League Unlimited where that happened? Where Superman Beyond? You yeah, Batman where he's in Beyond? the black Batman suit Beyond. with the white with the white ass in the future and he's with Batman that's in, beyond that's in, that's in justice league or is that justice league? Yeah. And that's where he kind of takes over the world or maybe that was those last three episodes of Superman. Animated. But it's dark. So it's granny goodness controlling his mind. Right. If he breaks free. He is pissed off at dark side. Now it was also justice league unlimited with that great line. 
where he's fighting dark side and he's like, I feel like I live in a world of, made out of cardboard. That, yeah. Now see, that's a, that's a great little exchange there in, in that, in that series. Yeah. But I, I think they took some fun risks here and there with Superman, the animated series. And they, they you know, they went, they depowered him. So, you know, he, you know, that cause everyone thinks Superman's not interesting if he's powerful. Um, but I, I think as looking back on it, it's, it's one of those that I really enjoy going back to. It also uh, introduced in the same way that, Batman the Animated Series introduced some new villains like Harley Quinn was because wasn't Livewire I think Livewire she came out of that and uh, a few others that that came from that series I don't dislike it I just I I remember it that at that age of 12 or 13 being like I don't like the way he looks and Mick's just Hmm. Pitlick I mean like they they pronounce his name right in the in the thing and he gives the whole how to do it and it's like Mick's yes and it's a yes album that he pulls up Fit. Yep. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't even remember that. Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. yeah. All his glory. Uh, comic accurate depiction too of uh, of Mixie. Mm. Hey, if you want a com- if you want a live action comic accurate depiction of Mixie, I refer you to the Superboy, Superboy episode. The, yeah, no, I've seen pictures of that. That, also, that is a Bizarro great from the Superboy series. Oh, I've, I've not seen that. Yeah, he's weird looking. Yeah, Bizarro. So that's from the later seasons with Christopher Gerard and not John Hames, but uh, yeah, got the white face going on yeah, the prisms, and prisms. Really reminiscent of uh, two of of uh, the Smallville Bizarro, <laughs> kind of as well. What are you laughing at, Robin? He looks like a a movement sh- a movement <laughs> chance thing. A who and what? What were those people that came on the Muppets that time that just put clay all over their faces? Oh yeah, I was <laughs> movement chance. Here's a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Steve, thank you for coming on. We uh we love Yes, you. thank you. Thanks, thank Steve. You for having me. Geeking out with you. Uh um, Frank, you want to tell them where they can find us? Because I'm still getting is used the to this. show over. This is it. Did you want to talk about more? I guess not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember in the nineties when the when Superman died? Sure do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's sad. What about um, those versions of Superman that came back? Obviously, you got the Cyborg Superman, but like the Superboy with the black leather jacket and everything. <laughs> and steel. Yeah. That was 90s all the way. Yeah. yeah. And the eradic- that was 90s to the max. It was. Right down to the Eradicator's glasses. The er- that visor. Why did the Eradicator wear those glasses? Anyone remember? They were tubular. <laughs> I am... I am <laughs> I am the last son of Krypton. Behold my tubular glasses. <laughs> Gnarly. Oh, well. That's basically the reason. There's, I'm, cool. I'm looking at a picture here where they're like blacked out, almost like he's trying to be Arnold in Terminator. Probably as good a reason as any, honestly. Did you watch the, the two-parter, Steve? The I death did. And I did. I thought they did a pretty good job. Uh, better, um, yeah. Obviously, it was more true than than the first DC animated Super right. Doomsday that came out. What was that? Oh eight. It was around the yeah. time. Of, of yeah, the one kicked off the whole. We're doing straight to video movies. Yeah, and they kind of righted the wrongs with that. But I I didn't like that it folded into the current slate of those yeah. films either. That it was beholden to I don't know why because they did the Dark Knight Returns so I don't know as a standalone two parter so I didn't know why they couldn't do that with this. But there is a standalone Superman uh, animated film coming out this year 
Man of Tomorrow that is not in the continuity of the current slate of DC films. Well, Red Sun just came out, didn't it? Well, yeah, I guess that. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm counts. watching that tomorrow. I think I'm gonna podcast about it later this weekend. I'm, I'm pumped. Where are you Ooh. podcasting about that at, Frank? Uh, we're gonna be talking about that over on a, a friend's show or on the uh, Suicide Squad Cast Network. Oh, that sounds dumb. <laughs> I'll tell him you said so. I'll pass don't, it along. No, don't tell him that. I don't want to think I, jerk. I won't. I won't. I like you too much. I won't. Frank, tell them where they can find us. <clears throat> they can find us at supermantvtalk.com. You can email us at uh, supermantvtalk at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at supermantvtalk. Uh, and you can uh, uh, tell us what you thought about the, the various suits. What suits have we left out? Uh, and where where on earth can Derek find Supergirl, uh, someone on Supergirl talking about them missiles? That's what I'm talking about. Where are those Man's missiles? going crazy enough in quarantine. You, you, it is, you, find, it you find me those missiles, you find yourself a season pass, a season one season pass to Superman Lois. I'll buy it for you because that's how desperate I am at this point that to is. find that thing. Steve, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, right here on this show. Yay! I'm back, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Where else? Uh, well, I would encourage everyone to go over to Geek Out Online or geekoutpodcast.com, uh, bighonkinshow.com, those places. I don't really do Twitter anymore. It makes me sad. I hear that. It's a sad place. Uh, I would be remiss if we didn't say something in light of what's going on obviously guys content creators we want to provide a lot of people something to listen to to pass the time that are stuck in their homes but we are uh obviously in a in a in a weird uh reality right now in the world and uh we uh we hope that uh we gave you a little break from uh whatever's going on with you for the last hour and uh gave me a break stay stay strong and (laughs) and don't touch your face as Stay I, healthy. As I said, on, we were talking about, I was, we were doing uh, the Brian Austin Eric Green. Eric just touched his face. Started. I did, as I said. Well, that's what I said today. <laughs> Brian Austin Green, we were doing the podcast today, and we were talking about touch your face. I said, I can't not touch my, my whole life is a face palm. Like, that's all I do my whole life. Is, <laughs> I can't not touch my face. Derek, at least you and I have all this real estate up here, though. You know, we've got, we've got all this, all this space. Yeah, but space, look at the, I got so, I got so, like, like cabin fever, I shaved off my beard for the first time in five or six years yesterday. That's just, I was like Marshall in that episode of How I Met Your Mother, where he was going crazy and he just ran the razor straight over his head. First time anyone's seen your your chin since 2013. Oh, well, we try to keep it that way because once I did it, I was like, ah, oh, now I remember why I keep the beard. Steve, thanks for coming on. Thank you. I'm almost finding out this thing. Oh, you got it. Well, I'm at the arrow.phantom.com wiki for Lex Luthor. Yeah, good luck. It is very detailed. Yeah, we've been through that. Mm -hmm. No luck. Mm. No luck. But I'll buy you a season pass if you find it. Well, I'm looking right now. Until next time. I'm Steve. We're always around. around. We're always around. (laughs) We have never done that right either. One day we'll get it right. Before the show airs. Good night, everybody. I'm not, but I'm not always around. That's well, you can be in our hearts. Well, I, I mean, I am around. Look at me. I'm huge. Okay, bye. <laughs>